Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. This is the Fire Hour. I'm Brayden Meyer, joined alongside Blake Pfeiffer and Tommy Lair. And uh, just a couple quick things before we start the podcast. Um, the last couple weeks, we've uh, gotten a lot more. We've done a lot more weird news and a lot more funny stories. But we're gonna kind of try and balance the scales on that and do some more serious news and then um, kind of mix in the weird news and the funny stuff in because I think last week and uh, a couple of the other podcasts, we just got a little bit too too weird with um, the stuff that we were doing. Um, but anyway, to start off the podcast, we're going to uh, do some more local news as well. And the third annual Halloween candy collection event is set to take place at the Owatonna Hospital. That's right. Um, the community is invited to a special Halloween candy collection event on Tuesday, November 1st from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Owatonna Hospital um, in the main lobby. Come take part in an event that promotes healthy living, including eating candy in moderation and proper preventive <laughs> dental care. It sounds disgusting. What sounds disgusting? Eating Health. candy in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> sounds gross. So what, what, is, what is this benefiting, the third annual candy? Is it like, are they going to... Um, I don't know. Uh, children between the ages of 2 and 12 years old will receive $1.50 per pound of candy donated up to 3 pounds per child, as well as a healthy <laughs> alternative snack and a toothbrush and toothpaste donated by uh, Watering Family Dental. The candy will then be sent to U.S. Oh, okay. troops That's, serving okay. overseas through Operation Gratitude. Uh, Gratitude. Owatonna right. Hospital cares about community health and important and is an important part uh, of the Owatonna community. Well, that's great. I didn't know what they were going for donating. I don't know if they're going to send it to the kids. I yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just one of those things that's like kids donate yeah. to other kids. Donate candy. Yeah, yeah right. Just one but of those. Just send it to the troops and then giving them uh, a reward. I don't want to say a reward, but a, well, it's just a, giving them candy. Yeah, so. giving them a, a way for them to do good. Yes, do good in the community. Did it say that? Um, a dollar fifty. Yes. Yeah, so the kids that are donating will receive a dollar fifty per pound per, per pound. pound of candy. So that's I guess good. it's. I bet a lot of yeah. I bet a lot of places do that actually, for the for that what it, what is it called Operation Gratitude Yeah, I bet a lot of yeah. a lot too, but it just that's a good cause I think. All right, we're gonna stick with some local news, and the Owatonna football team absolutely destroyed Austin. Oh, so cool. Saturday night, the game in terms of spectating was really rough because it was absolutely pouring out there. Um, but Austin just, this is from the Otana uh, People's, People's Press. Uh, Austin appeared bewildered, and the Huskies took advantage, racking up yards and points at a dizzying rate in a 58-0 victory in a rain-soaked OHS stadium. Well, that was, wait, did you guys stay for the whole game? We stayed, we left at... Well, like six minutes left in the second. It yeah, was, we're, yeah, halfway When I second. saw the first drive, first play, you know... You knew for receipt for a touchdown. I was and like, by the way, what a play call to start off the game! I, the game plan right off the bat, just to go right down the middle, and you know hit the guy open in the seam, get a touchdown. That's just incredible play calling from uh, Coach Jeff Williams, especially to strike right off the bat. Yeah, and actually, if you recall last year, Sam Hilly had six touchdowns against Austin. Were you guys at that game? Yeah, I think yeah, I was. I couldn't that, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. But um Northfield on Friday night. That's right. That's gonna be a 
test from last year. We've, we've, have we played them this year? We played them this we year. We played them this year and we won. Yep. And that was that was kind of the Havelka. turning point. Yeah, that was Havelka's first season. game. Havelka's yep. first game. The running game really picked up mm-hmm. the defense, um, which has been stellar all year, continued yeah. its dominance. Um and yeah, you have something you disagree on the. Well, just for the first the f- since the f- after the second game when the first when we played Northfield was the th- for the third game. Right, that's when it started. I think I think our our run defense was a little bit lackluster in the but, beginning, but our pass defense yeah, has our, been it just solid. wasn't as good as they wasn't as good as right. they could have been. And everything yeah. the Oatana football teams really uh, picked it up in just a absolute mud game. Have you uh, seen the field last week? I've tra- seen it. It's, it's trashed. I know. It is trash. That's, we need turf. I know. school is trash. We do need turf. It's almost 100 years old. It is almost 100 years You know, here's my theory on what they're going to do with the school. They're not going to tear it down ever. It's going to become a government building, just like West Hills was a school. It's going to be a government building. That's my thoughts. But uh, <laughs> premature speculation. Yeah, an army base. Turn the football field into a runway. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I didn't know Foatana needed an army. Or not an army, but... Our National Guard is needed. Yeah, National Guard, maybe. You know? right. put a, put we have to Lake defend... Superior put, Lake Superior put a carrier in there. We have, to defend, <laughs> we have to defend our ground from uh, the dreaded Fairbow. Medford Fairbone. Yeah, Fairbone's coming after the dirty, us. The Dirty Falcons. I mean, we can't really talk because they did beat us in football, but they suck now, so... Oh, screw them. They're so bad. All right, we're going to stick with... The uh, sports, 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 and uh, we're gonna broaden it out. The Minnesota Wild, Minnesota Wild have doing, been doing better than I thought. Yes, I thought they, they have would. done very well this season. Um, they've won. It looks like nine games, only two losses. That's really good. That is very good. Or excuse me, not not nine games, six, seven, eight games. They've won eight or. Okay, they've won six games out of the eight games that they've played. They only have two losses here. Um, and I'm looking at the stats for the team. Eric Stahl, what do you guys uh, think of him so far? I know you guys haven't uh, watched a uh, ton of hockey, but he's leading the team in goals. Yeah, he was – who did he play for last year? He played for the New York Rangers. And he was third line, right? Yes. He was – and then he and then he came here. He scored last – or the last game I saw, I saw him score uh, – I, I, the Wild have that luck sometimes. Yeah. We pick, like, Parisi and Suter, we pick them up, and then they just... Right, but Parisi and Suter were bonafide. Dubnik was a good call. Phoenix backup, and he came, he came to the team, and what did he start right away? Yeah. He yes, did. right off the bat. Very first game, season. of course, they played, like, the Sabres but, or something. Just but, an awful team, but that started... That He's the reason that they made the playoffs that but, season. But Stahl was good. He just had a few years of a... I don't want to say a drop, right, he dropped out. Yeah, he yeah. kind of washed up, mm-hmm. especially last season, and that, I think the year before he was a little bit rough as well. How old is he? Because I know we do have a pretty young team. I think team. he's 30, 30-something he's years gotta be, old. Yeah, he's got to be good. He's, yeah, he's trying to figure 30, it out. Mid-30s. I mean, think about our guys. we got really hard workers. I mean, Parisian, Suter, and even Stahl at this point, is they're all really hard workers. And as long as you have that, he's got to be at least 33. Right. At, at the minimum. And another guy that there's certainly been a lot of questions surrounding mm-hmm. on the defensive side, Ryan Suter. Yeah. Um, his defensive play, especially in the playoffs, um, against Dallas last season was questionable, but 
Uh, he's starting off the season very strong as well. He has 10 points, 7 assists, uh, tied for second in goals. Um, and what do you guys think about Ryan Suter? Uh, he scored. Uh, uh, I watched him score a goal this year. Yeah, I think he scored. He might have scored the first goal of the season. Yeah, I think actually. that's what it was. You know, with Suter, he's just off and on. You don't know what you're going to get out yeah, of him. Yeah, right. He's a, I'd say he's more of an offensive kind of defenseman. Would you have mm-hmm. to agree? Right. Uh, yeah, I but, definitely agree with that. His shot a, is incredible. But yeah, I feel like we're not looking as for as much um, for a offensive defenseman. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, we really want our defenseman to play defense. Yeah. And right, I and I think that's a thing that the Wild have really coached up in their defensemen a lot lately is joining the rush and getting into in yeah. the play. Um, they've got a lot of good two-way defensemen and offensive defensemen on the team like uh, uh, Matt Dumbo. He's still playing guy. defense? Yes. Yeah, because he, he's, he's, he's got the potential. He's got, he's he, got the, probably the best shot on the team from... Uh, Brodeen isn't bad just, either. Yeah, just... Pure power. But I can see we still have Jason Brodeen. Um, done well. I thought we traded him. No, we, we got rid nope, of... We re-signed him. We got rid of what's his name. Um, and one other player that Manic. I'm really, really impressed with, uh, the rookie, Joel Erickson Eck. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm. We drafted him uh, two years ago. And it's... Typically when you draft a player, unless it's um, a guy that you get first overall like or McDavid. second overall, like a McDavid type of player, typically uh, if you're the drafting player. behind that one, two, even three behind there, um, you're, going on the you're waiting Yeah, you're waiting on these guys to come up to the NHL for a year, two, maybe sometimes three. Um, but Joel Eriksson, he spent one year in Finland, and now he's on the wild. This is his, just his first year removed from the draft, and that's uh, really crazy considering how low he was drafted in the first round. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, uh, he's got yeah he's got five points this season already um, since joining the Wild. He scored two goals, three assists, and he's played very well. That entire the most impressive thing about the Wild is their depth. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of scoring from their third and oh, fourth yeah. lines, um, but. We'll still have to wait and see because we know the Wild. They always have that stretch in uh, come December where they're just, losing nonstop yeah, after the All Star mm-hmm. break. Actually, uh, when we after our last podcast, I was when we were talking about Koivu and how he's pretty old and he he just hasn't been doing much. He did he go out and he played good that game? Yeah, he did. He night. actually, I saw. I was yeah. looking on Instagram and I saw on one of those big hockey accounts. Uh, the uh, highlight he had. It was like a toe drag around a player who yeah. just me past one yeah. and put it in. Miko mm-hmm. Koivu also has five points on the year, two goals, three assists. Um, okay. Eric, Eric Stahl is 32 years old. This time. That's kind of fun. Okay, yeah. So Eric Stahl, the thing is, a lot of these guys, you think, oh, they've been playing in the league so long, but they're really no. not that old. You just hear of them a lot. Like yeah. Ovechkin, he's only mid-30s, yeah. early-30s, actually. Gosh, um, he's ugly. He's one ugly guy. But you know what? Looks doesn't look. Looks. looks I mean, he he plays on the ice. He's got a lot of money. He's a great player. He's got a lot of money. Uh, Let's go to (laughs) some world news. In fact, the World Series game five. um, The Cubs win three to two. Wait, wait, wait! Before we go on, go up, Brady. Scroll up. Sorry. Uh, Every. Otan officials urge every citizen to carry this. That's a fake. That, that is That's a lightsaber. That's an every ad. person. <laughs> I don't care if it's an ad. I love these ads so much. They're so lightsaber. What Otan official? You want to click on this? Yeah, I click on it. 
What was uh, the one that you just looked at, Braden? What? The uh, Stephen oh, Hawking kid. Yes, before the show, we were doing some show prep, and there was <laughs> some ad, and the website was uh, Medical News Reporters with a Z in reporters, and that title, and the uh, headline of the ad was Stephen Hawking endorses a new brain pill that makes you 250% smarter, and I'm just shaking my head at how fake this stuff All right, is. I'll read this. Do you ever drive by yourself at night? Do you ever walk your dog or exercise when the sun is down? Do you have a family to protect? If something were to happen, would you be prepared? Due to outbreak of late and early morning crimes, officials are asking residents to take precautions. Officials stated don't, they don't want residents to buy a gun or even a non-lethal item such as a such as tasers or pepper spray. Instead, they suggest some, something you'd probably never think of. Carry a high-powered flashlight. Ah, well, that's not what was advertised. It really? was a that lightsaber. Was a lightsaber. That was a lightsaber. It's clickbait. Anyway, it's that clickbait issue again. Well, we just gave these guys a free ad. Yeah, good for you, intelligent insider. Gosh, what a... What a what is a scam? It's shadowhawkflashlights.com. How much are these? Don't go and buy it. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Weird, I'm kidding. Tools, gadget. Where would it? Gadgets. Is it down here? I bet they have it down here. Apparently, there's over two uh, twenty thousand two twenty thousand sold this month. Um, so what are you gonna do? Flash that the guy? Oh, uh, blind him, I guess. Just close your eyes, guys. Um, it, as a kid. it's called the Falcon X eight hundred. I'm searching on Amazon. Get an exclusive Just, discount. What the heck? Redeem 70... Okay, now we're going to get a virus. Yeah, well, good thing uh, this isn't my computer. Apparently, it's... You could buy uh, three for $29 each. What is it called? The It's the X... 800, right? It's yeah. uh, something like the Falcon Tactical Flashlight. I bet they have it on Amazon. It's just... I'm going to stick with pepper spray. Yeah, I'm going to buy a gun. All right, anyway, back to World Series news, Braden. Uh, yeah, so the Cubs win three to two um, with. Um, Did they win two? Yeah, was that the series? The Cubs win game. I think yeah, they won three to two. Yeah, Cubs okay. three, Indians two. Going into game six, aren't they? Yep, they're going into game six. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to find no. like the hits and stuff. Um, Bauer, Bauer, uh, the pitcher for Cleveland, um, had four innings pitched, yep, six let up, uh, six hits, three runs. Um, then Clevenger came in, pitched a shutout inning. Uh, Shaw pitched one inning, and so did Allen. Um, let's see for Chicago Lester had the win today or yesterday last night this game was uh, six innings pitched four uh, hits allowed two runs for a earned run average um, in the series of 3.86 um, have you guys watched much of the World no, Series no, I watched no. maybe five minutes of it I think I'm going to need to tune in because every single game, um, something with the exception of, I think, game two, every single game has been within one run or two. Yeah. And they've all been down to the wire. And actually, I was looking online, and uh, there was also two tie games in the NFL this weekend. 
Um, and the last time there was two tie games in one season, the Cleveland Indians lost the World Series. Jesus Christ. Tommy this, just had this, a seizure. Well, and the thing is that game that had the tie this week was in London. Right. First, first the overtime way to, way game in give, London. Way to give the, the people of London. <laughs> That's why boring the sport is. I yes, there was 30, 30 some. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that an overtime game is a boring game. But at a the tie end stretch. You don't get a tie game. game. <laughs> a tie game sucks. They go there, and like, there was some missed field goals too in that oh, game. There's been there a lot lately. I mean, why are they going to London to advertise the NFL? They want to expand. They want to kind expand. Of like, kind of like how. Uh, teams from over like the Premier League over there, they're coming to America. Like Chelsea and AC Milan. Right. Me and Braden went and watched that game. No. Very, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was well, fine. It was a, maybe it's, this was a high-scoring game, and because it was at uh, the U.S. Bank Stadium, was, I think that was, that, was that was that was the main part why I was so entertaining. Actually, I read or I heard today on the radio that the viewings for the NFL are down either seventeen or thirteen percent. I it's can't remember. Oversaturated. Exactly. When you have a game on Sunday, Sunday night. And some of it's Monday, not Thursday. the some of it's not the NFL's fault because college football is now expanding into these weekdays. Any giving any given day I can tune into ESPN or whatever it be, Fox, and they'll have CBS. Yeah, they'll have a Football college game, game on like, just any football game on, and they they have high school. They're showing high school football games now on, the, on ESPN two. It's like yeah, what? it's getting over way oversaturated. Speaking of football, people don't really care that much. Should we talk bikes? Yes, Who's that's playing? where I was gonna go to. The Minnesota Vikings are taking on the one and five. I think the one. Six, then again, one they, most viewers, most viewers, most viewers will be listening to this after the game. So. You think we should make some predictions to see? Right. See yeah. Let's have. let's do that. Um, but first of all, I want to let's let's just talk about the Vikings as a whole. Um, the Vikings are twenty seventh um, in giving up pass or in pass yards. People are just not passing the ball very well against the Vikings. Thirtieth in rush yards against, and thirty uh, first in total yards per game in terms of um, how they're letting up. So the lower the lower the or the higher the number, the, the better, better the team is. So there's only one team that's uh, better than them in total yards per game and that is just incredible. Our defense is I bet the star of the game tonight is gonna be Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith he's gonna have two think so? he's got two interceptions and an interception touch. Harrison Smith um is, he, is, is he, the best is he gonna play? Is safety he in the league I, in my in my opinion is, is he gonna, um i'm trying to get to the okay so here's the injuries list okay. um we're still missing sharif oh, floyd but he's been um out. yes but he's been out for a little while yeah. and he's uh his backup's done uh very well Mar- uh marcus Sherrill. zach kieran is out he's He's been he hasn't played much this year. Jarek McKinnon's uh, going to be a big hit to the right yeah, game. Our starting running back is going to be out. Right, Asiata, which he's played well, uh, especially he's, on the goal line, and yeah, he he's can, a good short yardage guy. Absolutely. And last uh, last week he had the longest run of the game um, when he got a first down. He ran for like twenty yard twenty eight yards. It was just a broken. It was it was like third and some third and long, and they just said, oh, "All right, we're gonna hand it off to Asiata and then punt." But he ended up breaking one out. Um, uh, the, the Vikings have dealt with injury, yeah, a lot this season, especially with guys who are 
instrumental on their offensive line. Guys like Khalil, Andre Smith. Well, would you rather have him or whoever's backup yeah, is? Yeah, I know. He's just um, yeah, they know. signed. If, uh, if we could just figure out our O line. In the, the offensive line is the biggest problem on this yeah, team. Yeah. We have such a good defense, but we just need an offensive line. I think that's what we should do in this uh, offseason. I know it's still rather early, but... Right, and that's what they tried to do... That's what they tried to do last offseason with bringing in... Um, with bringing in Andre Smith and... Um, What's his name? I can't remember. Well, if you compare our last season's O-line to this season's, what would you say? I mean... Well, without the injuries, with how we started with um, the first couple games of the season and even before this Eagles game, I would say it's 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 a lot better, but it's not a great offensive line by any stretch. Um, and they're definitely going to have to go. They're definitely going to have to go and get out uh, in the draft or in free agency, uh-huh. and again try and get um, some more offensive linemen. Because right now, and it's unfortunate. It, it's the injury problem this year with you know Teddy Bridgewater. Be if we had, uh, if we had Adrian back, if we had all Cordero. these guys. Cordero is questionable today yeah. with a concussion. Um, I don't know what his uh, status has been lately. Um, the receivers are very banged up. We also have Jarius Wright, who's uh, questionable. questionable. Yeah. Same with Marcus Sherrills who's very instrumental in the special, special teams, teams yeah. game. Um, but let's let's talk about the competition, the Bears. Jay Cutler's coming back. Brian he's, Hoyer he's got injured. Yes, he's oh. playing tonight. Oh, God. Brian Hoyer was injured. And Brian Hoyer is not a great – he's mm-hmm. not a good quarterback. No. But, but he was throwing way better thing. than, than uh, Cutler. Cutler was. Cutler's exactly. awful. Cutler's Awful. Right. And Your Cutler is back. Did you check? Yes, yeah. Cutler's Cut- back Cutler's for this game. Yeah. You know, he might, yeah. That when they signed him in free agents, they had one good season with him and yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's just it's, been awful since. But we said this last week, the Vikings don't play good at Soldiers Field. Especially with the World Series no, going on. Don't. I don't know if that's gonna be a distraction or if people are gonna be pumped up about it, or if oh. people are even gonna care about it though. Right. Oh, I doubt people I doubt there's gonna be as much. Is there a game tonight? World Series game tonight? No, yeah, no, no, no. I think. Not. Are you sure? No, there's not. No, because it's going back. I to can one hundred percent in Cleveland. There's no. Okay, so maybe people will be more into it tonight. Uh, but I just I feel like they're just really distracted by the World Series, right? Because the Cubs is the I Cubs mean, this are is their the team time. right now. This is the first good team that they've had in a, oh. a long time. Besides the Blackhawks, right? But well, besides the Blackhawks, and I guess they have the Bulls too. But this is the yeah. first like. Yeah. The Cubbies haven't been to the World Series since 1940, what, 7? That was 1908. I, they haven't won it since No, they haven't won since But they haven't been there since whatever. Which is too... Exactly, which is why people are... Um, the, I want this Cubs team is taking over the town. And, you know, um, the Bears are definitely going to struggle tonight against the Vikings, but the Vikings have struggled, like we said, um, for whatever reason at Soldier Field. So uh, let's do our predictions. I know... Um, we talked a lot about the teams and uh, what they're going up against, but um, what do you guys think? Uh, Vikings win? Do they lose? We're, What's the score? We're going to win 27 to 13. So you're predicting kind of the Vikings come out and they prove that they are a legitimate team again after the loss, is what you're saying? They're, they're going to come out. Two plus touchdowns. They're going to come out with a touchdown on the opening drive, their opening drive. 
but Bears are going to get two field goals on their on. They're going to have to field goal their first drive, but I don't know what's going to happen there. It's just they're going to get 13 points. All right, Tommy. I'm feeling 21-10, Minnesota. 21-10? Mm-hmm. I like that. I say the Vikes win by a touchdown. I'm going to go with the score is I'll go with 20. I'll go with 21 to 14. It's going to be a, a defensive battle. And uh, the Bears are going to get pressure on Sam Bradford. Um, we're going to be worried about the offensive line again yeah. this week. What, what do you, what do you feel about Blair? He's going to be okay. Blair will be, be fine. fine. I think fine. he's shaking. As long as, that, as, long as that could be winning. I'm not worried about Blair anymore in this regular season. I'm just worried about once we get to the postseason, how he's going to react. Yeah. yeah. Miss him now. Make him later. Right. Well, we don't want him to miss any of them, but yeah, get him out of your system. Yeah, right. Um, let's take a quick look at the NFC North standings. The Vikings are 5-1. and one. Uh, The Bears are, excuse me, the Green Bay Packers dropped one to the Atlanta Falcons by one point. yesterday by one point. Awesome. When I saw that touchdown, yes, it was amazing. Um, and now the uh, Green Bay goes down to 4-3. and three. The Bears have. This is I mean, the end. Lions. This, uh, the Lions are four and four, and then uh, Chicago is in the basement in the NFC, NFC North at one and six. The Lions are always an average team, usually most of the time. They're just they're, they're way better than they were last year. Yeah, give them that. But they're just not. They're just Matt Stafford is a very good quarterback. He's the reason right now that they're four and four. He's been incredible this season, throwing touch. Thro- he's had. Every single game he's thrown multiple touchdowns, um, tons of yards. He's the reason that they're anywhere near in this race um, for the division championship. So I'm impressed with um, Detroit and School Vikes. Here we go. Should we move on to some news? To some uh, weird news, Tommy? Well, weird news we have. I was looking on KFAN Weird News, which is actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. They, right. I'm pretty sure they updated they every put day. it Yeah, they put it together really nicely. Mm. Okay, so it says Freddy Krueger shoots five people at Halloween party, <laughs> which, I mean, I can't So it's a guy dressed as Freddy Krueger. I can't be that. Yeah, there's quotations in Freddy Krueger. Mm. I can't be that surprised. I mean, at this point... In the Halloween year, we've right. had some crazy stuff going yeah. on. I'm just waiting for our next podcast where we have some stories about maybe clowns. I mean, because apparently crazy. this is what I haven't clowns. seen. I haven't seen much clown <laughs> news recently, and I can't tell if it's because people are sick of clowns or if it's because of um, it'll, just it'll, it's not. It'll be a three way battle thing anymore. Trees versus clowns versus Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So it says, a man dressed as Freddy Krueger opened fire at a Halloween party in San Antonio early oh, Sunday morning, good. according to WOAI, the local news station. The man and friend got into an argument after showing up uninvited to the party. Wow. So he uh, he was a little sore about not be, like going to the party, apparently. Mm-hmm. Things went downhill when the homeowner told the two men to leave. The man dressed as Kruger pulled out a shotgun and opened fire, hitting five people. None of the injuries are said to be life-threatening. That's good. That's, That's really good. good. You don't... Oh. Authorities said one woman tried to drive herself to the hospital, but she got into a car accident. Police have yet to make an arrest in her... Continuing the investigation. That's scary. You that don't want, is very scary. That's, yeah. I mean, you don't want someone like that, especially when you're friends, to 
I think it's mad. To, I mean, I don't know why he didn't invite him to the party. Right. It's not our business, but yeah. he pulled out a shotgun and started there's shooting up people. With, there's something up with Crazy. Right? Yeah. Some mental illness or either that or he was on some drug. <laughs> bath salts. We've been accused of being on drugs every yeah. single podcast. Well, you never know with some of these people. Um, but anyway, we're going to move into a little bit of technology. Amazon gets a patent for tiny police drones. Um, this is from the newser. In the future, a cop's partner could be a tiny shoulder-mounted voice-activated drone. The Seattle Police, uh, P- or excuse me, Seattle PI reports Amazon received a patent for an unmanned aerial vehicle assistant on October 18th. Illustrations from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office show a miniature drone perched on a docking station on an officer's shoulder. The drone could ID missing children by scanning barcodes on their clothes. Follow a fleeing suspect while an officer cuts them off or run license plates, according to CNBC. That's, wow. That's smart. That yeah. really is smart. I've seen things where there's cameras on the front of police cars and they scan every single car that goes by them and it reports to them if the car is stolen or they have something like that. That's smart as long as the drones. I mean, police have had a lot of trouble with drones actually have because it's new and there's not a lot of laws uh-huh. yeah. so it's very gray area between and i think that it's good that they're using it for good because if you can do something like that that has became an issue and right. turn it into something good i think that's great that yeah that. and the drone technology as we've said in the past is really going to make a lot of things easier for people in terms of um, delivery it's going to it's going to change the delivery business um, you think? I think so because Amazon's already running through this um, stuff with uh, the Prime and the drone delivery, and I think that pretty soon is going to be followed by um, pizza. big delivery. Oh, pizza, maybe. Um, yeah, pizza, yeah, I could right? see pizza. Yeah, I could see pizza, and I think also with that, that uh, companies, delivery companies like US or UPS are going to um, come in with their own drone uh, type of technology in the near future. Uh, as well, and also these drones are going to help a lot with um, a lot of things that we've seen recently in the news with um, the shootings that have been going on and the accusations that have been uh, made against police officers. I think those are going to really clear up um, in terms of what happened in those incidents, and it's also going to make sure that bad cops don't do those things and also clear uh, Good good cops' names. So, Blake, you've got the next story. What do you have? Uh, if you haven't heard about the, the, the Dakota, up in North Dakota, they're building a pipeline, mm-hmm. and it's starting to, uh, it, well, it's going on Native American land, right? and people aren't so, the people up there aren't so happy about it. Now, people, people in Hollywood are starting to get involved, right? and this comes from Fox News. Uh, a growing number of celebrities are joining the fight against the construction of the Dakota Access Pipe, or oil pipeline on tribal land, including uh, the, uh, act- actress Celine Woodley. I don't know how you say her first name. Celine, I think that's it. Woodley, yeah. yeah. Who faces trial after arrest during a protest. And Celine Woodley is the girl that played Edward Stone's wife, mm-hmm. her girlfriend. In also in um, movies such as... Fault in Our Stars. Fault in Our Stars, yep. Divergent, stuff like that. Well, I can tell you what, you don't want to be... 
building stuff on the Native American no. land. Right. Yeah, that's kind of that's a bad call. I went to a on a retreat this summer to uh, Pine Ridge Indian mm-hmm. Reservation out in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun, actually, but I learned some of the stuff that they've been, there's stuff that's gone wrong to them. And mm-hmm. in the first place, we did steal their land. Right. So when people are doing stuff like this, I mean, that obviously doesn't help. And that piece of land that they have out there is beautiful. They, yes, it is beautiful. And there's also been a lot of problems that have um, come up about um, stuff, people on that land. And, you know, we've done a lot of uh, bad stuff. Um, to those people and this again is you know it's got to stop somewhere and what they're worrying about is the uh, destruction the pipe might, pipeline might have it's, right it's about 1200 1200 miles um, and they're, they're thinking it could damage uh, cultural sites drinking water um, and just the land around it if it were to leak or break or what are they oil yeah it's, oil. Yeah, it's an oil pipeline but okay. you see the thing is that the main oil transportation is train right now. Right. And you hear about that quite a bit of a train derailment, and then yeah. it goes. It's, it's so, very true. Yes, but I, they yeah they've got to figure out some solution um, to all this stuff that doesn't hurt the Native American land, but also is able to um, transport uh, our oil better. Um, anyway, we're gonna lighten up the mood a little bit with our tech segment, Tommy. I have right here the new MacBook Pro. Well, if you guys have heard, the MacBook Pro is coming out shortly. I don't think it's out yet. Um, but a few new a few new improvements that they've made is first off the price, which is not an improvement. It's $4,000 for the best model, I believe. And the reason it is so expensive, I think, but it, it really can't cost as much for this improvement. They have a touchscreen bar, probably about the width of two pencils, um, not the width, the height of two pencils, and it goes across the whole keyboard, and it does simple tasks like, well, okay, so let me rephrase this, above one through nine on the keyboard, like right above it where you control your brightness, your sound, that is replacing that. So it's all digital, or not digital, but touchscreen? Yeah, it is touchscreen. Wait, so the entire, so the screen's... No. Screen's, screen's not touchscreen. No. What's, tu- what, what's touchscreen? So right here. Like the, oh, the okay, so where the F buttons are. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. So that is touchscreen. You can control a lot of different stuff, actually. You can do, well, exactly the same stuff that you can do with it, but even more. You can scroll through pictures with it. You can do emojis. Mm-hmm. And then Five. you can do... Let's see, what else can you do? There's a lot of stuff, but they have a video on their website. It's coming out pretty shortly, I believe, and yeah. it is $4,000. So, I mean, is it worth it's a, it? It's a, it's a, I don't think it's worth it right now. you got to wait no. uh, like me a long a, time for it to yeah. like drop me, in price. Like me as a sophomore, when I go to college with a student discount included, I'll probably be able to That's, get it. That, right, yeah. So here are a few specs. We have like 13... Point three uh, inches, like the screen, screen size, size. Seven hours of battery life. That's very. That's good. really good. You good. got two USB ports, oh. like almost three and a half pounds. Uh, it's overall. I mean, I feel like it's an upgrade over. It, it, it's an upgrade, stuff. but not enough to the, the quest, increase the yes, price. Yes, the price is just absolutely yeah. re- 
ridiculous. So okay. there's your talk of the week, Tech. The All week. right. Thank you, Tommy. And that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Uh, again, follow us on uh, Twitter at fire underscore hour for more news updates. We do a lot of uh, tweeting of local uh, news, and we do a lot of uh, congratulations to uh, local sports teams and stu- stuff uh, such as that. Um, and also let us know what you think about the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. Again, uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, if you haven't heard, uh, we have the issues fixed with iTunes now. So all the podcasts are currently on iTunes as well as on SoundCloud. So I'm Braden Meyer. I'm Tommy Lair. And Blake Flipper. And this has been the Fire Hour. Thanks, Tommy.